Hi, I'm Rachel Roerig. And I'm Heidi Schamberg. And this is the Market Meets Podcast. We are here to introduce you to the people behind the marketplace. The owners, entrepreneurs, investors, and community leaders who are driving the real estate economy and transforming our community. Their stories are unique. Their stories are inspiring. Their stories will make you see your community in a brand new light. These are the people behind the market. For those of you who have kids in Colorado, there's a good chance you have heard of the company Avid for Adventure. As kids become more attached or addicted to screens, it seems as though they are more disconnected from the natural world and from the joy of authentic adventure. At Avid for Adventure summer camps in Colorado, California, and Oregon, Avid introduces kids to the power of the outdoors. Today we are talking to the CEO or Chief Empowerment Officer, Paul Dreyer. He is passionate and committed to empowering kids to lead active and healthy lifestyles in the outdoors. Okay, so I literally have never read your bio until today, and I was like, I can't believe you're from South Africa. I know, I saw that. It is a fun fact, yeah. How old were you when you moved? You said at a young age. I was very young, so I moved at the age of four. Both my folks were born and raised in South Africa, and at some point, my dad got a job in Boston. So that's where we moved to. And I was four, my brother was six. So I really, I grew up in the U.S., but still have a bunch of family in South Africa. And, and I've been back a whole bunch of times. Awesome. That We're in South Africa. Uh, Johannesburg. Oh, wow. How insane. And how cool for your family to do that and move. Exactly. Yeah, it is fun. So how'd you get from Boston to Boulder? So I got from Boston to Boulder. I, I, I grew up pretty classic New England, stereotypical New England lifestyle. How I would describe stereotypical New England is kind of the opposite of who and where I am now in, that, in terms of fast paced and, you know, everybody does things to please others and get praise of others. And I followed that trying to please and get praised throughout my schooling career and did my undergrad degree at University of Michigan, actually, and then eventually I got a job, like big corporate job, back in Boston, and and was just hating it, hating life. And so <laughs> I got to Boulder really from fleeing that yeah. lifestyle and kind of ending that lifestyle, fleeing that job to be a ski bum in Utah. I moved <laughs> from Boston to, to Utah to ski, and then that was my entry point into the world of outdoor education. I ski bum for a handful of years, but during that time, during the summers, I started working as a guide for an outdoor adventure company doing week-long adventures all over the Western states. And that company was based in Boulder. So I would pack in and pack out trips from Boulder. And after one season of doing that, I just decided to not go back and be a ski bum. And I just stayed in Boulder after packing in my last trip. That's awesome. So you're like a professional enjoyer. I feel like <laughs> very good at the pro leisure tour. I love it. And it is different than the, I'm from the, I hail from the East coast as well. And I can totally relate. So tell the audience now what you're doing, where you work and what your life looks like right now in Boulder. Yeah. Thanks. I, I serve as the CEO with Avid for Adventure for us. CEO stands for chief empowerment officer because our, our job is to empower others to be active and healthy in the, in the outdoors. So I serve as our CEO at Avid for Adventure, and yeah, what we do is is get kids outdoors doing adventure activities in order for them to feel empowered and, and active and healthy in the outdoors. We're based here in Boulder, 
but we run summer programs, day camps, resident camps, expedition programs in five different states, 25 locations during the summer. So I know you're in California and Oregon, and this year was the first year in Oregon. Is that correct? That's correct. We opened this summer in Portland, Oregon as our third state. And then coming in 2020, we're actually opening three new camp locations, another one in Oregon, in Bend, Oregon, and then adding two additional states opening in Seattle, Washington, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh my gosh. It's so awesome. Fun markets. Do you find that just people in general are you know, we're surrounded by so much technology and we're all around it. I mean, we're on it right now. And then, you know, parents are like, oh my gosh, we have to get our kids out in nature. Is that like a movement that you're seeing happening? Absolutely. You know, Avid was founded in 2004. We were founded 15 years ago. And in those early 2000 years, it was actually the, one of the impetuses of why Avid was founded was that was the first time we started to see increasing rates of screen time in kids and increasing childhood diabetes and childhood obesity rates in this country, those rates were increasing for the very first time in those early 2000s. So that is embedded into the why and why we feel like our mission is so important, not only regionally, but nationally. And so our vision has always been to to grow nationally and affect positive change on those statistics, the screen time and the childhood health crises that we see in in so many urban areas right now. What do you think the kids' main takeaway is? I mean, because they're so used to screens and then they're forced outside, maybe forced or willingly going outside. Like, what are you seeing from the, the child perspective? You know, unfortunately, part of all of the stories that we hear about screens is that it is, it's kind of soul sucking, right? And that so often people are tied to screens to these social media channels where they're seeing not realistic points of view of life and not realistic ideas of, of what's happening mm-hmm. in friends and family's lives. So it's just this, these expectations are built up that really sucks away how we can and, and do approach our lives. And, you know, when I hear your question, Rachel, of, of what do kids see as an alternative when they get outdoors and, and have a positive experience away from those screens, that the first thing that comes to mind for me is confidence in themselves as opposed to the, the screens that, that I think suck that confidence away because we can never live up to to the fancy pictures and all, all of the, the fakeness that, that is screens, that it's these real-life experiences outdoors where kids can have success and, and have failures as well mm-hmm. and understand that they can work through those failures uh, to the end point of really just having confidence in themselves. I love it. I mean, it's so powerful. And I think that, I mean, we've heard all the statistics coming out that like there's more depression. Social media essentially is making people, one of the reasons, making people feel less connected and and more depressed in life. And I mean, do you, like from the time a kid starts at a camp, like, you know, I know you do sleepaway camps, but starts at a camp and by the time they end, like, is it a noticeable change in atmosphere, attitude, I mean. You know, we serve tens of thousands of kids a year. And and I I would be lying (laughs) to you that every kid who goes through a week-long camp has a transformational life-changing experience. (laughs) We we don't hear about those. But, you know, we hear just truly countless stories of even from, you know, one of the things that we do, we do do extended programs. So sleepaway camp and expedition camps where the folks are think things are farther afield. But even in a day camp, even in one day of 
being at Avid Forward Venture from a nine o'clock to three o'clock, life-changing things happen. You know, one of the things that we do for a lot of kids is we will teach kids how to ride their bike for the very first time. And so you can have, a kid can be dropped off at camp at nine o'clock and within two hours, all of a sudden they, they are riding on two wheels for the first time and something that that kiddo and those parents have been trying for years and within a couple of hours, um, it's accomplished at Avid. And part of that is just luck and us being in the right place at the right time. But we like to think that it's also about building the right environment and having the right instructors engaging with their staff. And, and it is incredibly powerful for us to be able to uh, give kiddos back to their caregivers and to their family with truly formational experiences in their life. Yeah, and them feeling empowered. And I imagine that's what the bike riding, you know, reminds me of because I've recently, you know, had my five-year-old start riding a bike and I can see the excitement on his face when it clicked, you know what I mean? That we forget some of the things that we take for granted that we've learned. But I also want to add in on like the environmental because I think what you do is a lot of outside, I mean, all outside stuff. And I want to talk about the programming because I don't know a ton about that. But but I imagine just away from screens and being outside, I know for me and Colorado and in general, there's something spiritual really about being outside in nature and like finding your own center and like grounding, which is not what I think you find on the East Coast, speaking to our earlier conversation or <laughs> behind a screen. Like you just sure. don't, it just lacks. And it's like, if someone could figure out how to do that, they would have already. And there's really no way to do that other than getting outside. So can you tell us a little bit about the programming, like a wise um, group wise and then what what there is to offer yeah you bet like I said we have uh, um, 25 different locations of camp and most of what we do most of those locations are day camps and so kids families they sign up for a one-week day camp experience so sign up for Monday through Friday uh, and that's nine o'clock to three o'clock for the, for the main camp day and the outdoor activities, adventure activities. We do have extended care for, for families that need that, that goes from eight in the morning all the way till six o'clock, depending a little bit on the locations. And as I was saying, we, we do those across five states, all urban areas right now for the day camps. And then we do have two locations of resident camp. You can think like classic sleepaway camp and uh, kids, depending on the That's ages, uh, sign up for one week or two week um, sleepaway camp programs. Um, and then we do have two locations, one in Colorado, one in the Bay Area, California, of expedition camps. And those are week-long expeditions. You're not with like a big resident camp, sleepaway camps group. You're with just a small group of kids camping all week long. So um, either backpacking or most of those expeditions are base camp car camping expeditions where we're outdoors all the time. You're with a small group of 10 to 13 kids, a couple of instructors, and really have to take care of each other from cooking each other's food to making sure you're sleeping well to obviously supporting yourself on those outdoor adventures uh, throughout the week. So that's the kind of style of programming that we do. And then again, depending on the style, some of our programs and locations start at the youngest age, age of three. Wow. We have a three, four-year-old preschool program. Yay. Those are obviously site-based and day camp. Right. Uh, and then yeah, no sleep, no sleepover. Cause I have a three-year-old and you're, I'm happy to send him your way for the two week, <laughs> two weeks stay them for the day. Okay. So <laughs> I'd like to give those ones back. Uh, and, and then the bulk of our programming really starts at the age of five. So entering rising kindergartners, K1 kids. And then even the first graders, we have a little mini sleepaway camp for, for them and that they get a, a chance to go away for just three nights. 
and then starting with rising second graders and beyond, you have the choice of all of our programming from day camp programming to overnight camp. And then we do, uh, across all of those fronts, we have options for kids to choose a, a multi-sport. So in one week, they can try all of our core sports. So they get to oh. go uh, hiking, paddling, rock climbing, and uh, mountain biking, excuse me, all in one week. Or you can choose a single sport focus. So a kid could um, just concentrate on rock climbing skills and empowerment all week long or just paddling, just mountain biking. I love it. That's awesome. And that's for day camp too. So like the day camps is like mountain biking or climbing or. Or multi-sport. Yeah. Uh, across all, for day camp and overnight camp. And that depends a little bit on locations, right? So we're lucky in Boulder that we obviously have tons of rock climbing options here. Some sure. of the other places where we operate, we might not choose to do a single sport rock climbing camp just because there's not uh, authentic recreation opportunities there. Fair that enough. makes sense. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. There's no mountains to climb, climb. up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And one, one thing I would add, you know, how you preface the question, Heidi, was in terms of the outdoor space being so different than, than so many other environments that we're in. People often ask us, how do you do what you do? How do you, how do you like do this magical thing with my kiddo? And, <laughs> you know, I, like I said this before, I, hope, I don't want to sell us short, but uh, that I, I think we do have a great program and great instructors and great program areas. And a lot of it is we work in an environment that just facilitates magic. It doesn't take much. You, you bring kids or adults into outdoor spaces and it's, it's just magical things happen. It's just a, a, such a natural teaching environment. There's so many natural consequences and natural ways right. uh, to, to gain confidence and skills in the outdoors. I love it. I'm like, how do I sign up my boys? Well, that and then when the I'll li- tell you that at the end. Of okay. The podcast, okay. Well, and then when all the little kids go off to camp, you need like a parent camp to be like, "What do I do without my kiddos for three days?" We we definitely have to handhold the parents sometimes. For I sure. bet. They're like sobbing on the sidelines. Go home. Go have home, a cocktail. Mom. I've known Paul now for a few years, and one thing that I find so empowering and, and very different about you, Paul, is that you go and you visit all your summer camps, all the summer camps that Avid has, or some of them, most of them every summer. And this year you got on your bicycle and you did it for three weeks and you rode. Can you tell us about that trip and what that was like? Cause I think it's so cool and different. You bet. I've actually, I started it two summers ago. So two summers ago, summer 2018, I decided to do something that I call tour to camp, right? So they have tour to France. (laughs) Oh, okay. I like it. So I founded this thing that had has one member of me uh, tour to camp. And <laughs> yes. two summers ago in 2018, I biked to all of our Colorado locations. So day camps and overnight camps back then, that was 14 locations just in Colorado. So I took one week and, and I, I biked a few hundred miles to, um, to really just live our core values, live our mission and connect to our staff in that sort of way. And to just visit uh, camps and arrive in a different way, usually folks arrive by car, right? right? So that's what I did two years ago. And, and two years ago, I when, when we knew we were opening in Portland and we have a bunch of locations in the Bay Area, California, two summers ago, I said, okay, I'm going to do tour to camp year two and it's going to be West Coast, right? Tour to camp West Coast. And so this summer, I started in uh, Portland, Oregon and, and biked down the coast of Oregon and California and then around the Bay Area to, to visit our various locations there. And yeah, that took a little bit longer. And that was about 750 miles. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. 
Oh, wait. And then where did you sleep? Where did you eat? Yeah. Like, how did you do it? Both of those tours, I tried to do almost entirely camping. So I ride, I have my bike. It's a road bike. And I pull a little trailer behind me oh and gosh. with camping gear. And this time around, I camped from Portland to uh, down to the Bay Area. I camped the entire way. And then when I got to the Bay Area, I, I camped a couple nights, but then I, I did stay w- with a couple of uh, folks for a couple of those nights in, in the urban jungle that's the Bay Area. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, or where else are you going to camp in downtown yeah. <laughs> San Francisco? Exactly. Right. Although in the Front Range, Colorado, the, the tour two years ago, I did find some fun, interesting urban camp spots in like parks in the middle of Highland Ranch and that sort of thing. It was very fun. Really? Neat. Okay. Something you never knew. Yeah, I didn't Or know I that, never but... knew. So you mentioned something about your core values at Avid. I have. I don't think I've ever read them all, but what's your um, favorite and what do you connect most to? Ooh, I love that question. Yeah, thanks for asking that question. And, um, you know, we have eight core values at, at Avid. Uh, that goes against business principles. You're only supposed to have three to five. We know <laughs> that. We, we liked all eight. Just so we, double. We, we eight. And all of our core values start with the word live. So um, our core values are uh, live fun and live gratitude, live smarter, live empowered, live community, live environmentally connected, uh, live balanced. A- and I appreciate your question. It's hard to choose the most favorite. I, in this moment, I, I would choose live gratitude. Um, I try to bring all of our, our core values into my life every day, but I really, I try to begin and end every day at, at the very least with, uh, with gratitude, with uh, gratitude for others and gratitude for myself. And, and then hopefully sprink, sprinkle out gratitude throughout the day. But at the very minimum, if I, if I can start and end my day with gratitude and just being humble by the fact of, of how, how lucky I have it, that, that, that makes for a good day. It doesn't really matter what happens in between. I love it. I feel like our listeners are probably very inspired by what you're doing and how you're doing it and how you're living it. What is Avid working on right now, beyond all the exciting things that it's already doing? What is Avid working on right now that's super exciting to you? You know, one, one of the things that, that, that we're working on and, and have, have taken, I think, great strides r- really over our whole, every year for 15 years, but still it is, it is a long road ahead of us. And, and not myself, but, but the rest of us in the organization are super excited about is becoming truly one of, if not the leader, in the outdoor space around diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's such an important topic across all industries, but, but particularly outdoor industry has had a lot of failings in, in the world of inclusivity forever. Hmm. And we are committed to being a leader in that space. And it is fun and difficult and awesome and humbling work to, to step into that space. So it really is something inspiring for me to look for ways for us to lead ourselves and lead others in that DEI space. Can you give us an example mm-hmm. of how it's like difficult and how you've overcome it? Yeah, you bet. So, and I might introduce some new terminology to for some of your uh, viewers right right now. But I, I'm a, a a white cisgendered male, right? So I, I am at the the pinnacle of privilege in our society that we live in. So the one of the things that is hard and humbling for me is is just really being able to lean into that fact and, and tell tell that out loud to mm-hmm. to our parents to 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 our staff to our seasonal staff our full-time staff to say hey look i'm privileged and i just like all of us have tons of implicit biases and that 
how we view the world and how we make decisions about what we do in our company just come with these implicit biases and come with a ton of privilege that I've had in my life, whether I want or like that or, or not. And so being able to you know, continue to raise my and our collective awareness yeah. in those kind of issues of where are our biases and how can we bring those more to the forefront. We will always have implicit biases. We cannot get rid of those, but we can shrink those. We can have less and less prejudgments if we raise our awareness, if we bring in uh, folks to, to do more and more trainings with us, if we have more um, difficult conversations internally and externally. I have goosebumps. Yeah. Can you run for president? Maybe yeah, know, really. like, could we use a little, I think everyone can gain something from what you just said. And mm-hmm. I think that there's, I think everybody has them. Doesn't matter who we are or, you know, what background we come from. But I think that, you know, just having the awareness is, can change people's lives. Truly. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, well, I'm a little speechless, which doesn't always happen, <laughs> but I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> But We're hosting really, Paul yeah. on our amazing I mean, podcast. Paul for president. Paul <laughs> for president. So you get I'll, it? I'll, get I'll it? Let you know. I'll let you okay, know. Okay, let us know. Actually, I can't. I was born in South Africa. So. Oh, you're right. So going back to gratitude, Heidi and I just wanted to thank you very much for the work that Avid's doing in our community and the community at large. And this podcast is all about making the community aware of the people behind the companies and I'm very proud to know you and work with Avid. And I know that you are a huge asset to our community, you and the Avid team. So we just wanted to thank you for all the work that you're doing locally and at large. Awesome. Well, thanks for saying that. It is a, it's truly a pleasure. I I feel, I I know, and I'm sure you'll have, um, I'm sure you all know a ton of folks and you'll have other folks on the podcast that um, love their work, but, it's not may or may not be a mission that is truly a mission of their lives. And I feel just really lucky to work with and for a company where, where the it's mission aligned. of the company is, is that's like, that's just my mission in life as, as well. Yeah. Um, so so it, it feel, it feels easy to step into the work. Well, and, it, and it's obvious like yeah. you're natural and you're just like, you can tell, I mean, to be honest, I met the owner just recently of Avid and he's an amazing man, but I, if it was me, I thought it was you. Like I thought you were the owner just because you carry around so much pride and an ownership of where you are now and, and where you've been going. So it was really a pleasure to meet him. But like I know you and I look to you as like the, you know, the, the leader the, the in that ambassador. regard. Yeah, the yeah. brand ambassador. So yeah, you're certainly right awesome. where you're supposed to be. That's obvious. You found your calling. That's pretty cool. Well, let our listeners know where they can find you. Yeah, so obviously um, we get great feedback that we have a very responsive and an easy to navigate website. So that's the easiest place to get all the info. It's avid4.com. So A-V-I-D, like you're excited to do something. And then the number four.com, avid4.com. And once you're there, you can get all the info on on camps and other programs that, that you run. There's also ways to stay connected through the website. So if you're maybe looking for employment opportunities, you can sign up on the website to hear about when jobs become available at Avid. You can also subscribe to uh, our monthly newsletter. And you can also, if you're interested in, in camps and, and have kids, you can click on uh, some buttons there where we'll alert you when registration becomes live for next summer. Ooh, I'm going to get on it. 
Thank you so much, Paul. We really Thank appreciate you. having you on here. You're awesome. awesome. Thanks, y'all. Okay. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Listeners, if we all come together, maybe Avid will do an adult summer camp. Meet you there. Thanks for letting us share Paul and Avid for Adventure with you. Check out Paul's bio and contact information on our website and in the comments.